This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. We are going to wrap up our Michael Easter series from his book that Andrew brought into my life, The Comfort Crisis. It's just so good. Here's today's quote from Mr. Easter. A century ago, to live was essentially to have put an effort to life. Most jobs at the time, around 85% of them, required a lot of manual labor. And now I only think 10% do. We've sort of engineered movement out of our life. Moving is now really uncomfortable. Mr. Easter sort of says, modern comforts and conveniences are tied to some of society's most pressing problems today. Obesity, chronic disease, depression, and a general lack of meaning. Is there anybody that doesn't think today's modern comforts lead to some of those things, Andrew? Uh, for sure. I think movement isn't is is a huge piece of it also the way the food we eat is so different someone shared a picture on facebook i'm old i use facebook and it was a picture of the beach from the 70s and it was so crowded and everyone else or everyone in the picture was like fit and it was because they didn't have the processed foods and stuff and i mean that's clearly a modern convenience um yeah i mean what we're doing right now doesn't require any effort we're sedentary um, so I, there's, he gives this great example in the book. We don't like to be hungry. That used to make sense when there wasn't enough food around because it would really drive us to eat. And when we would eat, we would be rewarded with a shot of dopamine, the feel-good chem chemical in our brain. But now we live in this sea of processed foods and always have food to eat. So that starts to work against us. Yeah, I think it's an interesting flip because and whatever century before this, royalty or wealth being obese was a sign of, of being rich because mm. you you were able to eat whenever you wanted and now it's flipped obesity is generally associated with um poverty and the rich have personal trainers and personal chefs and it's like svelte <laughs> another great quote i'll just keep running them out here americans now spend 93 percent of our time indoors in climate control from time to time, we talk about going out in nature or doing something out of your comfort zone to make you sort of feel alive. Is that something Americans, most of people we know, don't do? Uh, I mean, I think what people are drawn to is is like regionally. I remember growing up, well, just in Texas, I feel like you you drive to the restaurant you're outside for 45 seconds you go from your car to inside and you park in your garage and you go like i've found though but like in california more people i've encountered are more willing to be outside probably because of the weather but it's like you're you're moving around more so i think it's both of those things um but i don't know i i think the climate controlled and all this sedentary stuff is is rough i i don't know what i'm going to do different but uh i like to think that i will so i kind of get the idea that i'm getting a little bit older and i can't really do like the physical challenges that sort of used to challenge i feel like those are a little bit easier because it's just physical but in his book he says you learn something about yourself by putting yourself in a position of discomfort almost to the point of where you feel like you're going to quit it right 
Now we're getting a little bit older. That's why I say the physical challenges, but can we still challenge ourselves to do things and then in a sense look back and know that, oh, that was good for us? I mean, I think so. It, it, it depends on a personality thing. Like I think, yeah, go ahead and just do something and you'll feel a sense of accomplishment. You said earlier about how our brains get dopamine when we would eat. We also get it when we work out. And so like people are, don't have to work out. And so you don't get this feeling, but I mean, it's, it's almost hitting yourself, hitting you over the head with how good it is for you to work out because the way you feel after. So it's like, we know that it's good for us, but we, we don't do it anyway. I, I don't, I'm not sure when you gave me this quote earlier this week with Michael Easter in his book, if you knew that I was going to get so excited about it. I have this tradition in the middle of the week, I have to drop a kid off at soccer practice. It's near the beach. Is so I usually cool? go run. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I have to go run on the beach. And this week it has been howling in the Bay Area, like so incredibly windy. So I get to the beach and I don't like to run on the, on the near the beach. I run actually in the sand to get a better workout. And if you run on the beach when it's windy, it's just like getting pelted with daggers, right? Because the wind's just totally kicking the sand up. And it was just an insane day. I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. And then I was like, wait a minute. This is exactly what Michael Easter is talking about. Go do something that you don't want to do and see how it feels. And man, did I feel literally, I felt alive. Like I'm like the only per like beaches are pretty packed. Most of the time it was a sunny day. It was windy. I was the only person out there just trudging along on the beach. And I'll tell you what, I was like, I did it. I feel alive. Yeah. Well, Michael Easter says do that. I also say take a cold shower. That's something <laughs> you don't want to do. And I will attest you feel alive after it's over. And as someone that hasn't had a sh working shower for over a week, I know it's something I miss. <laughs> um, he says this. Let me just read this quote, too, because I think it's great. We're programmed to get into routine because it saves brain power. It's a lot more comfortable to do the same thing every single day and live these days that all sort of blend together. We tend to go into autopilot. So figuring out ways to get out of that and do new things forces you to be present and aware of what's happening in your life because your brain doesn't know what to anticipate when it's a brand new experience. It can also slow down your sense of time, which is why it seemed a lot slower when you were a kid. It's because you were constantly doing new things. Yeah. Have you considered, have you ever done an audio book before? Maybe you could narrate this book and uh, send it into Michael Easter and say, hey, here's your book. I love it. I like this idea of doing new things. I think what he's trying to say is maybe in perfect games, like when you do new things, it sort of gives you a timeline of what to remember, right? If we're doing the same thing every day, he mentions it bleeds all together. So if you go on a crazy hike or you do some crazy fitness challenge, it gives you a little pop in your timeline so you can kind of remember things a little bit better. Yeah, when you have something out of the ordinary, out of your routine, it stands out. I mean, for some reason, I keep knocking on the show, but we do this every day and I'll random, I'll get yeah. a text from someone and be like, hey, I liked X, Y, and Z. I'm like, I don't remember talking about that because we do it every day. There's so much content, um, which is kind of going against his point, but throw that out there. Do something different. So I mentioned earlier in the week that I read the excerpts of this book and immediately went and put something on Amazon that I wanted to buy. And it has to do with um, this Michael Easter going on a caribou hunt. He puts himself, he goes to the Arctic to do get out of his comfort zone. He goes and hunts caribou. And he goes into this long sort of researched um, find that man, human beings were designed to travel long distances to track animals 
let the animals run themselves to death so that then we could pick them up, put them on our back, and then walk to wherever we were. That we're our bodies are literally designed to do this. That we're not designed to run my marathons and all these other things because we get hurt a lot easier. So his whole point is that what we need is more rucks in our life. And there's a whole Navy SEAL guy who's designed these camps to where you wear rucksacks. You put 60 pounds on you and walking with 60 pounds for 30 minutes is way better than running for an hour and a half. So I went on Amazon and I now, three days later, have purchased 40 pounds so that I could put it on my uh, body vest and wear it when I go on walks. Why'd you just take 20 pounds off of it? You said 60 pounds is the number. No, now you're only I'm, doing 40? Well, I'm only going to do, I'm starting at 40. I have the option to go more. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, wreck myself. I'm going to start at 40. But as I go on these walks around my neighborhood, I'm going to be carrying a rucksack, bro. Wow. That's exciting. I think we should check in in a month and see what, what changes you notice, if at any. I'll put it in my calendar. You could have put it in your calendar and see if I'm rucking? Yeah, see if you're rucking. <laughs> see what kind of resolve you have. Well, if you want to slip into one of Larry's rucksack pockets, please reach out. Find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Larry has his rucksack on. Thanks for stopping by.